A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about Canada land, and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures, and it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support Canada land. We need you to. And so for this month and this month only, you can become a Canada land supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com slash join. And thank you. This episode is brought to you by the Center for Addiction and Mental Health, CAMH. It's never an easy call with so many problems in the world to know where to direct the money that you donate when you want to help out in this world. But what I can tell you is that when you donate to CAMH, you're saving lives. We know about the opioid crisis. We know about the mental health crisis. They are doing the work. Help change mental health care forever. Your support will help CAMH build a future where no one is left behind. Donate at CAMH.ca slash CanadaLand to help us treat addiction and build hope. So how's, uh, how's the plague treating you? I, uh, you know... It's uh, it's an absolutely surreal experience. Is it? I mean, it's banal most of the time, and then there's just moments where every day I'm like, is this? Yeah, this is happening. Yeah. Like, we went to the market last night because we live in Utrecht, and uh, we went up to PNA on Park because they have cheap meat. And we walked through a minion. So all these assists, like, you know, like bobbing around, praying in the alleys and on the streets because they close all the synagogues. They're all singing and praying for about two blocks. We just walked through that. That was uh, that was maybe the only kind of surreal part we've had recently. Minions in the streets. Were they social distancing? No. <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah. The Hissids do not. They live by their own rules, I think. I, 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 yeah, we saw lots of groups. There's a rabbi uh, who I think is trying to do good work in Montreal to spread the message I was reading about. Yeah, no, I read about him as well. He's like trying to get stuff in the language. He's posting signs everywhere. You see the signs, but uh, regular people are not listening. Yeah, I mean, how? I mean, how do you sell social distancing to someone with like eight kids in a three and a half? I can't help notice you got you got a cough there. You uh, how you feeling? It's seasonal. I was worried it was something. 
but I could still kind of smell things. Yeah. So I could smell when the cat poops. All right, then. You can stay. Yeah. This is not its not a social time to have a cough. I will not go out during the day because it's just the looks you get. Forget it. Yeah. That's kind of an ugly part of this. For all the things that are nice about how it's bringing people together, like as soon as you hear a cough, just people – it's like get the hell away from me, and people are not very uh, accommodating. Oh, people are such snitches. It's like they were looking for a chance to be snitches. You know, <laughs> um, it's like all these people that they, they just they were looking for the right cause. Like they, they seem an outsider, and we're all lefty and progressive and stuff. <clears throat> but they give them the right chance, and a little crypto fascist narking on people. Where, where are you, Robert, and what do your surroundings look like? I am in my home office. I work primarily from home. We chose this place because it had this office in it. I, I'm a social distancer just naturally, and I just cannot handle the idea of people on top of me. So um, this place is gigantic, and it's set up so that each of us has our own space, and they're all spread out far enough that if we're all doing whatever we want, we have no idea the other person is there. So it's, it's kind of like that. Like right now, um, my wife and stepdaughter are, I don't know what they're doing. I have no idea. I can't hear them. It's great. So that's my immediate setting. What's the most abnormal thing that you've done today? <clears throat> today, um, woke up at 11. It's, it's, it's the joy of having the, the total collapse of my European sales and all of my overseas business has allowed me to sleep in. <laughs> I never thought of you as a glass half full kind of guy, but uh, <clears throat> there you go. Oh, yeah. No, I'm an, an endless option. Mm -hmm. So we lost uh, $75,000 in refunds in a week, 100% of our European sales, and now I get to sleep in as late as I want. I can, I can sleep until one. What has been your most selfish deed or thought during this ordeal? Uh, I can make money off this, I think. If I, 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 um, <clears throat> which is terrible. I mean, I, I don't mean like profiteering. I mean like, oh, I have a business idea that would work and be perfect for this. And now that I have all this free time, why not? So I, I've actually got meetings today with people to set something up. Is it, uh, I guess you don't want to share your capitalizing on? Oh, sure. Yeah. It's um, online uh, tutoring. So we hire Ontario certified teachers, of which there are a lot. And we get them to teach the last three months of the curriculum online, math, science, history, two hours for each subject each week so that the students are studying three days a week part time. It makes it a lot easier for you as a parent to get your kids to study. Because we've got a 14-year-old here, and it is absolute agony to, to force her to read a book or to force her to do math that we don't even understand. Um, and so the idea was that we set up the tutoring service, and um, it would be for like kids like her and lazy parents like us who don't want to do homeschooling. Um, and um, because you know we did all the stuff to make sure that she would you know get into the 80s and 90s and on the honor roll, and then she's going to lose these last few months and then start next year behind again. Mm -hmm. Your, your most selfish deed sounds like a service that I'll probably be asking you about later. <laughs> Name something that gave you pleasure today. 
Uh, virtual reality. I have been obsessed with virtual reality. So shooting zombies from a helicopter it gave me immense pleasure. You know, I, I, I know that there's like a bunch of products on the market, but I don't hear a lot of people talking about how great it is. Like, I, I haven't really tried out the newest stuff myself. Is it, is it good? Oh, okay. I got an Oculus Go right when this started, right when Amazon was still delivering. Um, and it is, uh, you have to hunt for games. But, um, like, I, would, I wish it would have Call of Duty. But it has good stuff in there. It's got some good, like, space games. And it's got a lot of, like, good 360 fully immersive things. Um, my wife used it to, like, sit on a beach because it's got a 3D beach with, like, waves. And it feels like you're there. And then my stepdaughter uses it for creepy horror stuff. So they do stuff where, like, it feels like you're falling off a building or you, it, like, does, like, contact... Um, therapy to to get you over your fear of spiders or snakes or something it's really 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 immersive and cool and like it's it's much improved over the last like three years i could see that taking a huge leap in popularity throughout the isolation well yeah so my wife was having a stress attack from this because like she's way more social than i am and she has to go out all the time so what i did is i found like a group on there where they were playing Cards Against Humanity. And I just sat her down, put it on, and she was just, like, into the game instantly and talking to, like, people who sounded just like her. And it, like, totally, like, chilled her out and calmed her down and got her, like, you know, centered again. Robert, what is something that you think might never be the same after this is done? I mean, you know, like, when the, the last election and the NDP came up really close, and everyone's like, oh my God, that's great. We're gonna, the liberals are going to have to work with them, and it's going to be so progressive and stuff. I feel like a lot of people are saying the kind of same thing about this. Like, my God, look at these huge programs they're doing. It, they're going to have to bring in a UBI, a universal basic income after this. They're going to have to do this. They're going to have to do that. They're not going to have to do anything. With this whole thing, all of this, this what's going to come after is a, an excuse to not do anything. So what's going to be different after? What's going to, I don't know, we're going to be back in the 90s after. We're going to be back in the harshest form of Kretchen-esque austerity after this. Um, and and this, they're going to point at say, well, what do you expect? We had to spend $100 billion all at once. Of course, we're going to, you're not going to get a pharmacare plan now. Of course, we can't do clean water anymore. Of course, we can't uh, remove the 2% cap on funding. Of course, blah, 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 blah. So I think that's, that's kind of what I'm expecting is just sort of like a roll back in time. All of the stuff you're hoping for is not going to happen now. I think that's the change. Yeah. I mean, it's the most likely, it's the most Canadian outcome. Yeah, it runs contrary to, I think, what a lot of people are hoping. What do you think about the feeling that, that people are having that it's, it's not just a question of policy, it's that this has sort of awakened a new sense of, of helping and community and it'll just force in a psychological way. People say like, well, what if we always cared about everybody's well-being and that there's no going back, there's no going back from compassion once you, once you flip that switch. I don't know, but I read the Italian papers. I speak Italian because I live there and stuff. And that sense of community disappeared a little while ago. I think it disappeared when the army convoys of bodies were going down the street. I, I don't know how much of a community we're going to be when they're taking bodies down the street. We're at, we're at a stage now where it's low risk, it's low impact, you can bring your kids out onto the balcony, they're not saying anything scary. But 
when they're starting to bring old people, dead old people out of the buildings across the street, I, I don't know how, how much you're going to want to engage with other people or how much you're just going to want to lock down by yourself and totally distract and totally disengage. So I, I don't know how much that helping spirit is going to last in, in cities. Um, I could see a small town mm-hmm. for sure. Like I've heard about like, um, Someone's telling me about Harrison Hot Springs, which is like a resort town in Metro Vancouver, and everybody in the community got together and put up a barricade and kicked out all the tourists. That's the kind of community that I see a lot of. And like on all the reses, everybody got together, set up barricades, and kicked everybody out. That kind of get together in the small towns, that's going to persist. I mean, you saw that during, also during the Spanish flu, that kind of thing happened. But for like us neighbors getting together and sitting across the balcony, that is going to last until you see the first body bag coming out of those buildings. And this is the hot spot, so that's a week from now or two weeks from now. I mean, there's 3,000 cases in the city. So it's just, it's inevitable. Hey, I need you to pay close attention to this message. It is not an ad. This is about Canada land, and this is about you. You need to know that the news crisis is about to get a lot worse. You've heard about the layoffs. We're about to have news closures. And it's very likely that we're going to be seeing the defunding of the CBC. Where are you going to get your information from? What can you do about this? You can support Canada Land. We need you to. And so for this month and this month only, you can become a Canada Land supporter and get everything our supporters get for just $2 a month. That is an almost 80% discount. The clock is ticking on this. It disappears at the end of the month, and then we will not offer it. We need your support. We need to keep news coverage alive in Canada. Go right now to canadaland.com slash join. And thank you. A couple of years ago, a cop was shot dead on a deserted pier in the tiny nation of Belize. The only other person there that night was a frightened young woman found covered in blood. By all appearances, it was an open and shut case. But not in Belize, where this woman was connected to a mysterious billionaire who basically runs the place. Justice will not be served in this case. She's going to get away with it. Or will she? White Devil, a Campside Media original. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.